morning. I'm very excited to share with you this morning about something that God did for me that was so awesome. Um, I was getting ready to have surgery um, about three weeks ago, and um, I had asked the Lord if He would show me where my old journals were. I didn't um, didn't know where they were, um, but I just thought it would be. Um, awesome to go back and read through some of them. Well, just like God is, he um, He showed me exactly where they were. I um, was able to get them down out of the top of a closet and um, and get them in a, in a box, not in any kind of an order, um, but at least they're all in a box. Um, and as I looked at the box, I thought, oh, I don't even know where to begin. But God immediately had me pick up a, a, a journal that had some blue skies and white clouds on it and feelings across the front of it written out. And I realized when I started reading this journal, it was before I'm um, writing this journal, it was before I had actually come to the Lord um, in, in surrendering prayer. And it began in July 18th. 1984, um, and I just I just prayed just this awesome prayer to the Lord of thanksgiving and and just how much I loved Him and um, and I ended um, by saying I love you, Father, and I also thank you for helping me through a period of difficulty in my life and having me come out a stronger, more understanding person. Help me to show kindness and, of course, love. And help me, Father, to always let you mold my heart for me and help me to live according to your will. Help me not to judge others and to always place things in your hands. I love you very much, and I thank you for listening. And I was just like, wow, I, I never would have thought um, if someone were to ask me, that I would have prayed a prayer like that before, several years before I came to the, to know the Lord, um, but it it was just it was very it, very very exciting to read, and um, and as I as I share, um, it, the importance of having a heart of gratitude, um, I was grateful to see that I had it way back then as well. Um, I'm going to go, um, there was long periods of times that I wrote in this journal in the beginning. Um, one time even a whole year had passed. Um, and then I started to write in it again. And it was actually um, in February 4th of 1986, um, I found out that I was pregnant with our daughter Ashley. It was a complete and total shock and surprise. Um, our oldest daughter was 15, and um, and I and we were thrilled. We were absolutely thrilled to once the shock wore off to be having another um, baby. And anyway, I. As I, as I looked through the pages of this book, um, I came to June of 1988. And this is what I wrote in the book. And I'm, I'm going to leave names out. Um, 
But it says, you never know how someone you meet will affect your life and your spiritual growth. I typed a letter for the pastor um, at Palm Beach Community Church, and he sent it to a man in Texas um, asking him to join the staff at PBA in June. Um, he's a single pastor, and um, it says, well, we'll be working on Tuesday at the church with him, and him and I have become very good friends. Um, so I wrote, I typed the letter, and then a couple months later was when, um, it was June of 1988, and I wrote this. It says, he has helped my spiritual growth by constantly pointing to God's word in all situations. He's proved to be a good friend, but also a spiritual advisor to me. And that's all I wrote at that time. And I am just um, I'm just so in awe of God because we became very, very good friends. And he always, always... Um, led me to scripture and he had an excitement about the Lord that was contagious and um, and for a very long time I would I would um, even call him to ask him if I was you know studying something or had a, a question um, I would call him uh, at the church and have um, and he would you know explain things to me and um, so our relationship grew um, over over a time, and God is so faithful because there was absolutely um, no um, physical drawing to this man. There was no um, there was no um, What's the other word I'm looking for? Um, physical, um, you know, it wasn't like I was falling in love with him. Um, I love my husband very much and uh, to this day, and we've been married 50 years now, and started in the ninth grade together of going together. Um, but, but, but I just, I loved his passion for God, and I so wanted Greg to have that kind of a passion for you, Lord. And... And so I just grew closer and closer to this um, this mentor of mine um, that I didn't even realize was mentoring me. Well, one morning, um, or actually it was in the afternoon, and I was just spending some time with the Lord here in my home. Um, the Lord spoke very clearly to me in my spirit, and he told me that I was committing spiritual adultery. And I was like absolutely stunned. I I go what? I, I I don't know what you mean. And and I remember it was in the afternoon. Ashley was taking her nap, and um, I just fell on my face to the Lord and and um, repented. And he he showed me that it was this this pastor, and he. He expressed to me that I had fallen in love with the passion that he had for for um, for Jesus, 
and and immediately I said, "You're right. I long for Greg to have that." Um, so I don't, I don't, um, I, I'm receiving it from from him instead of um, my husband. And so, forgive me, Lord, forgive me that I didn't even realize that I was was doing this. It was so strong in me that um, I knew that I had to to talk to um, my pastor friend and tell him how I what God had said to me and so I did um, and I I just said to him that we had to be very not end our friendship by any means but but we just had to be very very careful um, about um, how much time we spent talking and and um, you know just just things like that um, and he was very very um, caring and and he prayed with me and um, we both took it before the Lord um, and anyway years years passed and um, and when I didn't continue to go to um, Palm Beach Community Church anymore I um, I didn't really get to talk to this pastor that much anymore um, and years years passed by but what is really awesome is that um, I, I want to say it was a it was about um, five years ago that um, the Lord had me looking for a new church and I knew the pastor of this little church in um, in North Palm Beach um, and I decided that I would um, go to that church and it just happened that and I believe by God's direction that um, this this man who was not a pastor um, anymore who was um, I can't remember if they called it a deacon or an elder at, at this church but anyway we, we got we, we ran into each other again and um, he was he had gotten married when I did when I did know him um, or did um, you know, back when I first knew him. And um, so it was just a joy to get to see and meet again his wife and um, and then his children who were, were grown. And, and we're, you know, we're talking like 30 years ago that this had happened, um, or, or more, more than 30 years. And, and um, so it was wonderful seeing him. It was wonderful... Um, engaging with him again, not on the level that I did before, but just um, thanking him for how much he helped me in my spiritual walk, and um, and it was a blessing. And and as God would bless us, um, Greg ended up um, going to that church with me as well, and um, and we we are now good friends with him. Um, and and Greg and him speak all the time together, um, and and I do as well also. Um, so it was a blessing, but it was a shock when the Lord spoke those words to me, because it was never the intention of my heart, but yet I could see so clearly that 
I was longing for something so deeply in my husband, um, and he didn't know the Lord, and and it wasn't even like he could um, give me those things. Um, He was still very um, angry with God about us being deceived by the witnesses for for 10 years. Um, So... I just, I just can't thank God enough for the blessing of not only um, renewing my friendship um, with this man, but to also um, have him become friends of Greg's and mine both. And I just find that to be such a, such a huge, huge blessing. Um, I wanted to also go on. I had, I had seen another thing that I had. Um, journaled about um and this was you know after you know in the years after um um, that time in 88 um i had gone to a women's conference and um ann graham lots was the speaker at that conference and um she would if you ever get a chance to hear her oh my goodness what a blessing you will receive and there's actually two stories that she, short stories that she tell, told at that conference that I still share today um, because they're such awesome, powerful um, expressions of what God does. And in, um, the first one that she shared was just like an illustration. It was... Um, a, fa- the, a father had a big jar of jelly beans, and he says to his little girl, um, put your hand in there and get some jelly beans. Um, and she goes, no, Daddy. And he said it to her from time to time, but he just kept saying it, and she just kept saying, no, Daddy. And he said, he goes, sweetheart, why, why don't you want any jelly beans? You love jelly beans. And she replied, I want you to put your hand in it and get me the jelly beans because your hand is bigger. And it was just showing an illustration about God. It's like like the blessings that he can give us is far more than the little little one or two jelly beans that we can take out of the jar. Um, and I just never forgot that sweet, sweet um illustration that she gave um she also told a story that um a true story that i'll never forget and still share um to this you know to this day um and i'm going to share it with you um of course billy graham was her father and she tells the story about alan redpath alan redpath was the man that led billy graham to the lord and um, she tells the story that um, Alan was was working in a um, in England in a um, accounting office, and he was very, you know, he would go out to the pubs after work and drink and and you know enjoy um, his colleagues, and um, he would uh, also. Um, he was uh, on a league, uh, um, oh, what do you call that, 
polo league, and and um, and he you know would go on tournaments and stuff like that with his his um, polo um, team. Um, so one day, um, this new man came into the um, firm, and um, he made made it very clear to everyone that he was a Christian and would talk about the Lord. Um, well, then one um, day, Alan found out he was going to go on a week's um, conference with this man, just the two of them, and they would be booming together. And so the the bets began, and they would go to the pub at, um, after work, and they would challenge um, Alan Redpath, and they would say, so Alan, I wonder... When you come back, are you going to to um, be a Christian, or is this man going to be changed to to um, our lifestyle? And and Alan would just laugh and say, um, "Oh, that's you know that's silly." And so anyway, he went on this um, week's time with this man, and sure enough, the Lord brought these two men to a beautiful place of relationship and talking. And he did, Alan did come to the Lord. And when he came back um, to work uh, that next Monday morning, everyone saw a difference in Alan. And so they started saying, oh, my, my goodness, Alan, you, you, you're a Christian. And, and, you know, Alan would said yes, and he he then also stopped doing the things that he did before, and the drinking and the partying and and going to the pub after work every day, and um, and he just stopped that activity, and the man um, after a little while was moved to another um, accounting firm, and and him and Alan kind of lost. Uh, contact and Alan slowly began to go back into the lifestyle that he had before coming to the Lord and um, so many many years had passed and um, Alan was at home one day and the doorbell rang and he opened it and it was this man that he had come to the Lord with. And he um, greeted him and invited him into his house. He was actually getting ready to to leave to go on a polo match um, with his team. And he invited him in and they talked a little bit. And as the man left, he says, Alan, he goes, I just want to say this to you. What I see standing before me is a saved soul and a wasted life. And he said, I hope we can talk again when I come next time. And Alan just stood there, and he couldn't get those words out of his mind, a saved soul and a wasted life. And he quickly tried to get his mind on the, the packing, and he got on, t- on the train to go to the, um, the polo match, and as he sat on the train, and the train, tra- the noise of the train track um, was making, and you know, the noise 
that it makes was in his head, but all he kept hearing was, save, sold, wasted life, save, sold, wasted life. It went, uh, went along with the, with the sound of the train. Then when he got to, um, and they, they actually were starting the, the um, polo um, match, um, there was a band playing, and the polo team was out. Probably both of the polo teams were out on the um, um, in the yard. And um, as the band played, every time the drums beat, he heard, save, sold, wasted life, save, sold, wasted life. He just could not get those words out of his mind. And that night, when the polo match was over, he immediately went to his room by himself, fell on his knees, and asked God to forgive him, um, and that um, he was repenting for going back into a lifestyle he knew was not honoring to God. And it was then after that, when he became... Um, a strong Christian, that Alan met Billy Graham, and Alan um, led Billy Graham to the Lord. And so when we think about the great man and pastor and evangelist that Billy Graham was, um, and the blessings that he has, how he has been used by God for so long, to evangelize, to bring so many people to the Lord. Um, it is just a, a, such an awesome story to hear about the man behind the scene um, that God used. Um, you never know how God is going to use you in someone's life, and they can go on to be someone like Billy Graham. And um, Alan Redpath did go strong in the Lord, and um, has and has written many books. He has been been gone a very long time to be with the Lord, um, but his books are are like um, a treasure when people find them now. Um, and I happen to have one that I that I do do find so special because it was written by him. Um, so it was just so many things that. In my mornings with the Lord at 4 a.m., um, that brought me closer to Him. That that so many um, connections, strategic connections with people that would go on to this very day that God did back then. Um, and as I'm concluding about my my um, specific time with the Lord during that period of getting up every morning at 4 a.m. and um, getting to know the Lord in such a more intimate, beautiful way. Um, it leads me to the beginnings of the ministry. Um, if you remember that Jackie had encouraged me to go to Bible Study Fellowship and, um, and I did. And I can't remember... Excuse me if I have this in my last message. I think that I may have. Um, but, of course, it was about the quiet time. <laughs> um, so, 
here, here's what, here's where I'm going with this. Um, so I was in Bible study fellowship and, um, loving it. Um, Ashley loved going as, as uh, to the child's part of, of Bible study, Bible study fellowship and, um, called BSF. And, um, one day the leader of BSF, um, called me. Um, I actually had gone to high school. Greg and I had gone to high school with her. Um, and she was, um, she was a great Bible study fellowship leader. And, um, and it was also wonderful to have a renewing with her because I hadn't seen her since high school. Um, but anyway, she calls me this day and she says to me, Sandy, um, I've been meeting with the, the, um, leaders and, um, and we believe that God um, is calling you to become a leader in BSF. And my response to her was, I will pray about it. And she said, okay. Now, I'm, I'm going to backtrack just a minute because I realized that I left something out. Um, Ann Graham Lotz um, was instrumental in this decision that I was going to be making. I had written her a letter and expressing about coming out of the witnesses and about Greg's salvation and how much um, I was blessed by her, the conference that she had spoken at by her. And um, I said, I just wanted to ask a question because as a Jehovah's Witness, um, my whole, our whole life, was in doing things, um, going out in service, doing Bible studies. Um, and and I, I know that her dad, Billy Graham, and her, her, her sisters and herself um, lead a very, very busy life. And I wanted to know how I could balance my family and my, my um, things that I did for the Lord. And she she wrote me a sweet little card back and say and said that she was praying for Greg and that she believed um, that he was saved and didn't even know it and and then um, a, another envelope came at the same time um, and it was from her secretary and um, and this is what her secretary said that Ann Graham Lotz said to tell me. Um, Never, ever say yes when someone asks you to do 